0: It's Triple M
1: Breakfast. Matho for breakfast. This is the podcast. 93.5 Triple M, it is Matho here, and uh, I love people that raise money for charity and they do it in such a great way. Joined by two guys, uh, they've got a fantastic story, Grant Spencer, the dealer principal at uh, Western Plains Automotive, and also Dave Ringland, he is Dubbo South Rotary representative. Grant, tell us about this wonderful event, and uh, you're trying to sell some tickets so people can win this car, but also to raise money for... The Royal Flying Doctor Service. Yeah, that's right, Matho. It's
2: all about the Royal Flying Doctor Service for us. We have supported the South Dubbo Rotary Club with a vehicle, a Mitsubishi ASX. And on the 25th of March, the Royal Flying Doctor Service have their black tie ball and one lucky winner um, will come out of the barrel and will win a Mitsubishi ASX. We ask everyone who purchases a car from, uh, I think it might have been the start of March or the end of February, until the black tie ball, everyone that purchases a car at Western Plains Automotive, we will shout them a ticket. But the big thing for us is we're just trying to you know, support, uh, I guess, the ticket sales and try and support this black tie ball for the, the Rotary Club of South Dubbo. Anyone out there that wants to buy a ticket, you've got a pretty good chance of uh, winning
1: a car, and it will be drawn that night. Dave, as a representative here of uh, the South Dubbo Rotary, you must be pretty chuffed that this sort of event is happening and, and they just tend to get uh, more and more popular.
3: Yeah, Matthew, the thing that uh, really gives us a buzz is that we're getting fantastic support from Western Plains Automotive and it's an opportunity for us to continue to raise money for the Royal Flying Doctor Service. Uh, our club has a long history of dealing with the Royal Flying Doctor Service. We have now been running an event called Destination Outback for over 20 years. In that time we've raised well in excess of one million dollars.
1: That's an incredible amount of money, it is, a million dollars. Yeah and if you go out to the visitor centre
3: you'll see acknowledgement from them for the I mean, we, we've been a big part of their fundraising activities over the years. It's a pet project of our club, and uh, we continue to look forward to supporting it through the Black Tie Ball. And I'd urge anybody who's uh, interested in supporting us to go on the Rotary Club of Double South Facebook page, and there they'll be able to scan off the QR code and buy a ticket.
1: Grant, there's only a 1,000 tickets?
2: Yeah, that's right. And look, I think we'll be lucky to get to a thousand tickets. If I'm if I'm being really honest, I think the chances of uh, of winning pretty strong for a hundred dollar spend. I mean, you're a pretty strong chance, and you don't have to be at the ball to, to win this. It's just going to be drawn at the ball.
1: This sort of event. What type of money we're we trying to raising for the uh, Flying Doctors?
2: So normally
3: uh, our black tie ball raises somewhere between fifty and a hundred thousand. Wow! And uh, with this. Uh, Hopefully with tickets being sold in the car, that'll certainly go will go very close to raising that somewhere towards a hundred thousand. You know, quite often you'll donate to organisations like the RFDS and you don't know where your money's going. We know that the money we raise out of the Dubbo community and through our activities goes to specifically things that are gonna work for the Royal Flying Doctor Service in Dubbo.
1: So yeah that's great. because that yeah, you're right, you sometimes you give money and it could be going anywhere. Yeah, you're right. just giving it to a general pool, but this is yeah. definitely going to be returned back to Dubbo. and of course, a lot of people listening would have benefited at some point or know some of the benefit from the Royal Flying doctor Service.
3: If you think about all of those areas west of Dubbo that continue to have their uh, medical facilities withdrawn or deteriorate or whatever, there is an increasing need from those people in the more isolated communities to have access to. The services that the RFDS provides, and we know that that's only going to continue because mm, right. re- the regional area's health system is under pressure, and RFDS provides an, an unbelievably essential part of providing medical care to to those people who are in more isolated areas.
1: Well, hopefully this uh, this money goes a long way to uh, helping the RFDS and, and, and their cause, and uh, hopefully someone very well-deserving wins that car. Not someone who's already got a lot of cars, <laughs> you know, someone that really needs a, really needs a car. That'd All be good. Right. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much. Grant Spencer, the dealer principal at Western Plains Automotive, and also Dave Ringland. He is the representative of Dubbo South Rotary. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming in.
2: It's our pleasure. It's trip for
1: breakfast. Natto for breakfast. This is the podcast. 93.5 Triple M. G'day, it's Matho here. It is all thanks to Village Bakehouse. Catering for any occasion available seven days a week. Have you ever heard of a foundation called Mental Wheels? Established in 2019 with offices in New South Wales, Queensland, Mental Wheels Foundation Limited is a non-for-profit charity focused on changing lives by improving mental health in Australia. They've got a charity event on at the moment, and I've got the boss of Mental Wheels, Vaughan McVilly, on the line. He's going to tell us all about this charity event. Vaughan, how are you? I'm well, mate. How are you? Yeah, look, I can't complain. I do know you're also uh, there with Michelle Ferris, an Olympic champion in cycling. How are you, Michelle?
0: Yeah, very well. Thanks for having us today.
1: Oh, that's okay. Uh, Vaughan, look, I haven't heard of your organisation. For people that haven't heard of it like me, can you give us the skinny? What is it?
0: Well, we're a a mental health charity, um, but we're not an awareness charity. We're a charity that raises money for mental health research. We partnered up with Macquarie Health University or MQ Health and also... Um, mindspot.org and we raise money to fund clinical trials and, uh, and critical research going into the mental health space.
1: Okay, so a little bit different to what we may know, tradies and sight and things like that. There's an awareness support group. You're actually raising money for the clinical side of, of uh, mental illness. Of course, the wheels part of this is the cycling aspect of what's happening and that's where we catch you at the moment. You're in a bus heading to Dubbo.
0: We are in a bus heading to Dubbo and then we're going to be riding over the next few days from Dubbo into Orange and then from Orange across to Bathurst and then Bathurst through to Mudgie. It's a bit over 400 kilometres in total. Uh, lots of hills there, especially between Bathurst and Mudgee. The old legs are going to be sore. We've got 40... five riders on the road in two pelotons um, fully supported by our team and uh, we are raising funds as we go along.
1: It does culminate in a night uh, that you're having at a winery. Can you tell us about that one? No, we're going to uh,
0: Princey Wines uh, in Orange on Thursday night. We're going to have a panel with two Olympic champion cyclists and two what I like to call wine warriors. It's an amazing little uh, night event. Um, uh, Maybe a little auction there as well to uh, raise some funds and uh, we're encouraging people to go and visit our Instagram page, which is Mental Wills Foundation, and get themselves a ticket and come along for a fantastic evening.
1: And, of course, uh, you've got those four people there on the panel. We've got one of them in the in the bus at the moment, Michelle Ferris, Olympic cycling champion. Michelle, you're looking forward to the Q&A part of this?
0: Absolutely. Um, not only do I get to, you know, ride with some amazing people raising funds for this great organization, but we also get to have a little bit of downtime, have a little laugh, and um, it will be nice to sh- uh, sh- share some stories from the Olympics. Um particularly from some adventures in the village. I'm sure people would love to hear about that, but um, also... You know um, my career, and then
1: also about this great foundation, Mental Mental Wheels Foundation. Cycling, of course, uh, is is really big in Dubbo, and I'm sure it is. You know, big uh, at uh, at uh, Mudgee and Orange Way as well. But I only know Dubbo, so I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people may not have heard this. So if they want tickets to go there, Instagram is the best way these days. Apparently, you can go and uh, (laughs) check them out at Mental Wheels Foundation, and then the link there will uh, get you a couple of tickets, raising funds. uh, for the for this amazing organisation, I'm surprised there's still tickets left, guys.
0: Yeah, well, we uh, originally we were going to uh, cap it at about 65 people, but then the amazing team at Princey Wine said Keep going, Borny. You can get to 100 if you want. So we're like, all right, well, let's make this happen. Um, Uh, We're also throwing you, Matho, two tickets to give away to your fantastic listeners. Um, I'll let you work out how you want to do that, but there's two tickets there for you to give away to your listeners to come along on Thursday night
1: and join the night with us. If you win the tickets, you don't have to cycle there, do you?
0: Well, no. We might make you do something fun and silly on the night, though, but uh, yeah, no. You just have to come come along and enjoy yourself.
1: Hey, guys, thank you so much. Uh, Look, I'm just uh, cheering for you. This is a fantastic organization. Thank you. so much for your effort and thank you for coming on Triple M today.
2: Thanks, Beth. It's triple m breakfast.
1: Matto for breakfast. This is the podcast. Ninety-three point five triple m. It is Thursday. It is time to find out what you're doing movie wise, and uh, to help us with that, you need a guru. I've got Shane Bassett to fill that role. Shane a, how are you doing today, mate? Good Matto.
4: I'm pretty good, thanks. And uh, a movie guru. I haven't been called that for
1: a while. I'm looking to you for Thank advice. Thank you very much. Uh, the first one, Scream Six. I didn't know we we're up to six.
4: Yeah, I, I I hear what you're saying, and it's only been 12 months since Scream 5, so the turnaround on this film is a little bit alarming, only a year, and it feels to me like it's a bit of a money grabber, and I like the Scream movies, especially the original with uh, Drew Barrymore, that, that set the yeah. tone. I don't know. Uh, I watched this yesterday at a preview last night, and I don't know if we needed another edition of Scream. The best part about it, Matho, is that it's in New York and it hasn't been anywhere other than in Woodsboro, the town, before. So that's a nice change and it's got a few people from the original couple of movies that pop up, some references to the previous Scream movies, but I don't know if we needed six. And uh, yeah, that's all I'll say. It's not a bad film, but I think we might want to leave it at that for a
1: while. We definitely needed nine police academies. Uh, I'm not too sure about six screams, but that's okay. Yeah,
4: well, last week we reviewed Creed 3, and that was basically Rocky 9. Yeah. Because there's six Rocky movies and three Creed movies. But, yeah, uh, it's funny because Hollywood movies, Hollywood sort of either makes remakes or sequels Mm -hmm. most of the time these days. And um, some work and some don't.
1: Well, I don't... What's Champions? Is Champions a remake uh, or a brand new movie?
4: Well, it is a remake. It's a remake of a Spanish film. And it's about basketball, but not as you know it. And I'm not a big basketball fan, but this grabs me. Great film, uplifting, funny uh, feel Good, and it stars Woody Harrelson, who, I might add, stars in one of the best basketball movies of all time, That's right. White Men Can't Jump. You must know that one.
1: Uh, th- yes, that was a uh, staple of my childhood and an amazing film uh, oh, for it me. holds up, too. It's As so a white good. kid that could not jump, uh, it was an amazing <laughs> coming-of-age film. <laughs> Wesley Snipes was amazing in that.
4: Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson, who I think they were in about three or four movies together. They're great friends. Anyway, this one is about a coach um, played by Woody Harrelson. He's been in a bit of trouble, so the the court, a judge, uh, decides to put him in control of this team. Now, they're full of players who have intellectual disabilities, so... You know, they don't have the knack of most sports people, but they have the attitude. And it's a really good film. I I just can't believe how great it is. It reminded me of The Mighty Ducks in a way, but on a basketball court. So if you like a good uplifting sports comedy with a bit of drama in it, uh, Champions is the film. And Woody Harrelson, you can't go wrong. He's one of my favorite actors.
1: You know he certainly knows everything that he 's in. another one: Banshees of Inner apparently it 's an Irish name.:
4: It is. Uh, the Banshees of Inner is worth mentioning because it 's had a very successful cinema run, and now it 's on Disney Plus. It has nine Academy Award nominations, and the Oscars are on Monday, so i 'm very much looking forward to that. I think this might win a couple. Um, it stars Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson, the story revolves around their friendship, which has been forever. They've been mates for their entire life, but all of a sudden they kind of get separated and spend some time apart, and it doesn't work out that well. So it's another comedy drama that has some real good Irish charm. Uh, Banshees has been this year and nine Oscar nominations and deserves all of them.
1: Unbelievable. Um, I do like Colin Farrell.
4: He's a he's, a he's very great, yeah. and this is one of his best roles. But he's he's always good. He's a, he's one of those actors a little bit like Woody
1: Harrelson that won't let you down. Yeah, that's right. That's some uh, fantastic movie advice there from Shano Bassett. Shano, thank you so much for joining me today, and uh, look forward to seeing you next week.
2: Cheers, mate. Have a great day, everyone. It's Triple
1: M Breakfast. Matto for breakfast. This is the podcast. 93.5 Triple M. It is uh, my absolute pleasure because it is a Thursday. Getting into round two of the NRL to be joined uh, by the NRL guru, the uh, the whisperer, the footy whisperer, Maroon. How are you?
5: Mate, I'm fantastic. And don't we just love it? Burke Street Butchery. Meet, what is it? Meeting customers' needs. That's right. Yeah, good quality stuff. And... I did have a little sample of it last night too, some snags and a nice big juicy cut from uh, Berg Street uh, Butchery and I can only recommend it and thanks to the guys for sending that down, much appreciated.
1: You know, they are very, very good people. Now getting into the meat of uh, this round two, I can't stop the puns, I'm sorry mate, um, <laughs> we kick off Thursday night, tonight Penrith Panthers, the Rabbits uh, out of Penrith mate, uh, who are you tipping for that one?
5: Mate, I'm going to tip uh, my bunnies for this one. And the reason being, we saw last week how well Lachlan Ilias played. I think if Lachlan Ilyas can just take it up a notch this year, that might be all the difference. Uh, if, you know, we know what Cody Walker's capable of. We know what Latrell's capable of. Cookie, very good spine, plus Cam Murray. So I'm going to tip the bunnies to win. And the interesting thing here, that'll be three losses to kick off the year in Penrith for Penrith, because the World Cup challenge, then the Broncos. So let's go south.
1: So as it is, Uh, tomorrow night, Friday night, Parramatta and Cronulla Sharks uh, at Comback Stadium.
5: So for the Sharkies, still no Nico Hines. It's a massive, massive out for the Sharkies. Last week, you know, they were really below their best. I don't know what it was, but it was only round one. But I think Parramatta at home could have quite easily beaten the Storm. So let's just assume that they're as good as they were last week. If they play like they did last week, that'll get the job done. Repeating with the Sharkies, no Nico Hines, no Wade Graham. So I, I have to go with uh, Para there, mate.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense, mate. Uh, again on Friday night, the second game Broncos and Cowboys uh, at Suncorp.
5: Well, look, Adam Reynolds uh, is playing again. Uh, Reese Walsh is back. I think Adam Reynolds, obviously, I'm a little bit biased with Adam because I, I've known him since he was a kid and uh, he's an ex Rabbitohs boy, but. Look, he's he, there's always points in Adam. He doesn't miss the goals. He doesn't miss the field goals. And then, you know, he's kicking game, long kicking game, short kicking game. I, I feel like while Adam's playing like that, the Broncos won't be beaten by the Cowboys.
1: All right, we'll mark that down, mate. Uh, Roosters and Warriors on Saturday. Uh, of course, that's being played in the Arts Stadium.
5: Look, this will be the absolute... This will be the absolute... Burke Street Butchery thrashing of the round. Roosters convincingly.
1: Radio, Not even thinking about that one. Uh, the dolphins, surprising last week. It surprised me. Uh, but they got up. Uh, they're taking on the Raiders uh, this week at uh, Redcliffe.
5: Look, they did get up, and look, didn't we carry on like uh, they'd just won the World Cup? Oh, look, I'm so happy for the Dolphins to get a win, but I'm hearing commentators saying we'll never forget where we were that day, it's a moment in history, blah, blah, blah. Look, they got a lot. They, there's a lot of football in the season. It is round one, and they beat the Roosters. Congratulations to them. We love them, but let's not get carried away. So having said all that, I've always been a big fan of that, that number seven, Sean O'Sullivan, and Bromwich and Kafusi bring so much, the Bromwich boys and Kafusi bring so much, uh, you know, uh, experience, been there, done that to the Dolphins. I'll tip them to win again this week.
1: All right, right on. Uh, Saturday again, Storm v. Bulldogs uh, down in Melbourne. Well, the Bulldogs were awful last week in
5: their first game, I thought, and I think the Storm will be too good. Yeah, no, me too.
1: Uh, Sunday, Wests and Knights in, uh, in Sydney, Lockhart Oval. Look,
5: uh, two sides that have got to, if, you, uh, if you'll excuse the, the, the phrase, the two sides that have got to pull their finger out and get the year underway, and particularly the Knights, they've got Jackson Hastings, they've got Kyle, Kalen Ponga, they've got Bradman Best, the Sofidi boys and Braley, you know, they are entitled to do a little bit better this year. I'm going to tip them to win this one.
1: St. George last week uh, might have actually defeated the bye. Uh, they they take on uh, Titans uh, in Sydney.
5: Yeah, they might have only just beaten the bye. Look, this poor old dragon side, like for those who don't know, Wollongong's about an hour and 15 from where I live in Sydney. So it's not far away. And all you hear is um, ha- how much the players uh, uh, don't want the coach, how much... Uh, uh, certain players are favoured by the coach. Just all this stuff you hear on the street, but it's pretty close to the bone. And uh, we look at the start of the season where they were beaten convincingly in the charity shield. Um, Then they had that issue up there with the two players out at six o'clock in the morning having a Donnybrook. You know, they have become the absolute uh, face of average, the Dragons, this famous old club. Everything they do is so average. Their recruitment is average. Their position on the ladder is average. Their uh, response to a loss. Everything they do is average, and expect that to continue into Sunday and Titans to win.
1: Titans to win, radio And uh, Manly have a rest this week. Last week, mate, how did, you, how did you fare?
5: Well, I haven't gone back, but I don't think I did that good. I think I was three or four because I did tip Penrith, and they lost, and I know I tipped the Doggies, they lost. I did I I para. They lost. So, um, mate, it wasn't my best effort last week. But it's only round two. And if I, was, if I was the coach, I'd say, let's just take it week by week. And if I was the board, I'd say, the coach has got the full support of the board.
1: <laughs> well, you got my full support, Marine. Thank you so much for joining us today. Have a, a great weekend. Enjoy all the footy, and we'll ch- uh, chat and catch up next week.
5: I've just had the blokes from Burke Street Butchery on the phone. Uh, Any any more bad puns from you? Anything about getting snagged? Anything about sitting on your rump? uh, Anything about chewing the fat? Any of that nonsense? You are barred from any more legs of
1: lamb. Oh, gosh. I better keep my mouth shut because that lamb is beautiful.
5: Oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> Maroon, thanks to Berk Street Butchery meeting customer needs. We'll chat with uh, Maroon next week. Thanks, Maroon.
5: Hello to everybody at the Dubbo Sims. I'll see you for the next sports lunch and glory, glory to South Sydney.